do this every week, but sometimes there's actually been a lot of new people showing up. So my name is Miles. I'm the senior leader here. My beautiful wife, Lisa, she just went in the back room to get the spotlight going here. And uh, we just welcome you. Uh, we meet here every Sunday night, 6 p.m. for now. And uh, we're just happy to serve Jesus here. Amen. Amen. I want you to turn your Bibles to Habakkuk chapter 2. And sometimes, every now and then, the Lord will wake me out of sleep with a word. It's crazy. It's happening more and more, so I'm <laughs> pray for that. I like that. Because then I don't have to think about what I have to do. You know, it happened yesterday, Saturday morning. I wake up, boom. The Lord puts this scripture in my heart. I'm like, what? I'm like, before I'm even out of bed, before I'm even conscious, God's speaking. Don't you want that? Raise your hands because you can take it right now. Take it right now. Like if God begins to speak to you before you get out of the bed, that's pretty good. Don't you want that? You should want that. We desire to hear the voice of God. And, and, and we're a prophetic generation. Look at your neighbor and say, you're a prophetic. Goodbye. Okay. There we go. I can use the, I can do this without the mic. Just have to raise my voice. I'll probably get to shouting anyway. I'm trying to calm down. You know, I watch myself on video clips. I'm like, man, slow down. So Habakkuk two and verse one. It's a familiar passage of scripture, um, but I I just felt like the Lord was honing in on this for tonight because I know there's some things um, how many know God wants to release fulfillment over your life yes come on someone nod their heads agree with me don't shout me down come on <laughs> God wants the burning fulfillment of things that he has spoken over you to come to pass he wants the things that he has spoken over your life to burst forth, to come forth. And I, I just felt like he gave me some things he showed me in, in, in Habakkuk here to, to kind of coach us along, okay, tonight. And I'm believing that God is going to bring major things, things that we've been waiting for, things that we've been desiring. He's about to bring that all to pass, right? Because I believe that we, we've already left the place where we're believing for acceleration. We've just stepped into it. 2020. In the next 10 years, you're going to step into everything God's called you to. There's no time. There's no more time for delay. God's going to bring us into this place where he's called us, things that we've been believing for, family uh, being restored, kids coming back to the Lord, Jesus coming and, and wrecking us. Come on, that's my major prayer. God, just wreck my life and just let me burn for you because that's what our desire should be, that God would just come and burn. And so tonight, if you just really, if you begin to feel the presence and the power of God on you, I believe it's a sign of what God's going to do. And I'm, I'm telling you, God is going to manifest himself in that way. So I want, really, I just want you to just, you don't have, it's not like you, you're disturbing anything. Just reach up and grab it or just go into the zone and and I, I won't accuse you of, of sleeping. I'll just, just believing that the Holy Ghost is doing something. And so we thank you, Father, for what you're about to do in these moments. And Lord, there's destiny that's waiting for us right now, right in these moments. So we're just going to read from Habakkuk 2. I want you to stay in the zone with me. And, and I know this, that, that Habakkuk, right, there's two things that I see. Jonah, ready? 
Jonah was running from what God was saying. Eventually, God will catch up. Come on. Someone knows that God is going to catch up with you either way. But Jonah was a, was, a, was a mark of a prophet that was disobedient, yet when he went and did what God said, right? Come on. This is for all of you prophets that are disobedient. Come on. I'm not bringing heavy stuff. There's a reality that says that God's going to bring you around, so you're going to follow what he says anyway. But here's, the, here's Habakkuk's deal, right? Habakkuk is, is, listen, if you read through the book of Habakkuk, you'll see it's, it's like today's newspaper. I'm telling you the, the things with, with justice and, and society and the things that he was dealing with. And he's like, God, it says right here, it says, I will climb up to my watchtower and I stand at the, my guard post. I'm reading from the New Living Translation if it's different for you tonight. And I will wait. Everyone say wait. Wait to see what the Lord says. I like that. And how he will answer my complaint. This is just the first verse. We'll just get into this. Here's the deal with Habakkuk. He came. God dropped a prophetic word in his heart. What was happening all around. And he began to complain. <laughs> you and I would call that intercession. I'm telling you. Because how many whine before the Lord every now and then? Come on. I, I've, been, I've been known to whine. God, can't you do this? God, I don't, I don't have any faith for that. And every time I say something that, God, you can't do that, you won't do that, he does it. And I'm, I'm, as I'm reading through the text and studying, I'm realizing that Habakkuk was the one who just said, here's the problem, I'm going to complain, but I'm going to pray. Come on, we don't want to complain like the Israelites, but God wants to position us for intercession. Every answer to your problem, every answer to a, a social injustice, every answer to the political mess, every answer to addiction, every answer is in one place, prayer. And God will teach us one way or another how to pray. I don't like things coming at me so that I need to learn to pray. I would rather be in the place of prayer and before him and hearing him as a prophet. So that then I can go before the Lord and say, I see these things coming. He says, let's see what the Lord says. And the Lord's report is different than yours. So tonight I want us to understand that Habakkuk was not the prophet that was running. He was the prophet that was praying. God, why is this happening in our nation? Why is there judgment coming? And why are you using Babylon to release judgment? on, there's a spirit of Babylon that's moving all over the earth right now, and we need to pray. There's a spirit of Babylon that's trying to come on a generation right now. We need to pray. Oh, no, it's three generations. It's the spirit of Babylon that's trying to come on three generations so that they won't walk in their purpose and destiny. But I'm telling you tonight that God is going to break forth with a people that pray, that intercede, that call down fire from heaven, that believe God. Because I'm telling you, this is the first place where we hear that just shall, be, shall live by faith. And there's something that, that Habakkuk tapped into that I'm, I'm going to kind of 
bring us into because the Lord is trying to bring us into this place where fulfillment it's eminent. I'm going to show you in the Bible the greatest things that we've been believing God for are yet to come because we stand at the door and we knock. Come on, Jesus stood at the door and he knocked. And I'm telling you, God is coming into a company of people that will believe him and will begin to knock on heaven. It says this in verse 2, it says, Then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on a tablet. So that the runner can carry the correct message to others. So that my runner can carry the correct message to others. Listen, God is about to release a word to us tonight. He's about to release a word to you this year. He's about to release something to you in this hour that's going to change you and will shift people around you. Because he's looking for runners. He's looking for those that will run. Remember I said the, the, the eyes of the Lord are looking to and fro. They're looking to and fro. I've said it three times in three weeks. The eyes of the Lord are looking to and fro throughout the earth, seeking those who are loyal, who are devoted, who are given completely to him so that what? He can drop a word to them and they can begin to write it out. Come on. And we have this written word. That God's trying, it's a scribe, it's been inscripted on our hearts. It's the words that God's about to release to you and they're going to burn in your heart. And let the tablet of your heart tonight receive something because I'm telling you, God is about to burn something into our hearts. He's wanting to burn the fulfillment of the things that you've been believing for and we're about to step into it. But if you have no desire, God, ask him right now. God, give me desire. God, give me an eye that's going to see what you're about to do. I need to be able to see, right, what the Lord is saying. And how, <laughs> see, how you're going to answer my complaint. How are you going to answer the things that I've been asking you for? I'm telling you, he's in this place where he wants to reveal them to us in fullness. He doesn't want you to be worrying and, and say, I don't see anything. It's not clear to me at all. No, he wants you to see things in clarity. And then he goes on and says this. This is the vision, and it's for a future time. Well, we're going to call those things that be not as though they were tonight. We're going to continue to believe God to bring forth the things that we haven't been envisioning, that we're going to see them clearly tonight, and we're going to step into them. Yes, they were for a future time, but I'm going to show you how the future collides with the present tonight, okay? It's in Scripture. It's clear. Big things that God wants to do. It's going to begin to explode in your life. I know. I can't come down. I can't. How, how do you calm down? Jeez. Here's what the word, it's, it says the vision is for a future time. It describes the end, and it will be fulfilled if it seems slow in coming. Wait patiently. For it will surely take place and not be delayed. I'm telling you, you're about to step into the things that have been delayed. 
I'm telling you, not, it's not a far off. We don't have to call forth acceleration. You just need to step into it. There's something that God is about to do that you just need to begin to engage with tonight and begin to move in because he's called you to step into the things that he's spoken to you. And I'm telling you, if you haven't received a word, he's going to release a word to you because I, I see the promise here as something being burned in my heart that I hear the word of the Lord and it's deep in my heart and it begins to move on me that it will move me to a point where I, I know what's written on the tablets of my heart. I know. Didn't he say that? He said, I'm no longer going to write it on stone tablets. I will write it on your heart. So there's something that he wants to release to us that will no longer be out here or even on, on a written word. It's not even, I love the Bible, right? But there needs to be, it needs to be transferred, right? From the Bible, from paper, from pages, by the spirit to your spirit. So that it lives in you and it's alive in you and it doesn't ever die and it doesn't ever fade away. He said, all, all these things will fade away, but my word, my word will never fade away. The things that I have spoken to you will never fade fade away. So he says this, behold the proud. His, his soul is not upright in him. Key word. But the just shall live by his faith. Watch what God's about to do. He's about to instill faith into you that is not of your own. We've been talking about this for weeks too. It's not your own faith. It's faith that comes by him. It's the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ inside of you. Why? Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Why? Because the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than the former house. Why? Because he's already spoken, Christ in you, the hope of glory, living inside of you. Therefore, you, all of us in this room, when we become obsessed, when we don't have to look at any other things that distract us from him, when we begin to get our eyes completely focused and our gaze fixed on the king of glory who's burning, his eyes are burning like fire, his eyes are looking at you, his eyes are, are speaking and declaring things into your spirit if you would just hear them. So here's the deal. The, the, the very name Habakkuk, you know what it means? Embrace. <laughs> and here's the deal. We need to embrace what he's about to do. You need to embrace the words that he's spoken to you. You need to no longer say, no, I, I'm not qualified. No, you're not. You're not qualified. <laughs> you're not. But he is. You need to embrace the things that he's about to do. You need to begin to embrace every instance where he's spoken to you. You know, I don't take it lightly when he speaks to me when I wake up in the morning. I don't take it lightly. Oh, I, you know, I can't go on with my day. I have to stop. Although all of us should stop in the morning and give him praise and worship and glory every day. But my, uh, my purpose when I wake up, I'm like, I haven't even had coffee, you know. And he's speaking a word to me. I'm like, oh, should I write it down or do I just go open my Bible? What am I doing? So... When he speaks things, this means that there's something that's going to be generated tonight. I'm telling you, God will hit this place if you have faith, right? The just shall live by faith in him. Come on. The faith of who he is right inside of you. If you walk in that place, if you believe from that place tonight, God will do something powerful. 
But we need to smack ourselves sometimes to wake up, you know, because I believe that the Lord is trying to speak to us, but we're just like drunk with the things of the world. We're drunk looking at the next thing that's going to come. No, no, look, I started thinking about things that happened in, in Thanksgiving. I started thinking, I got to go back to journals. I was reminded last night, I'm like, what even happened that day? God came in and sovereignly showed up on Thanksgiving morning and blew me up. And then he did it Friday this last week. I'm like, what is happening? And how many want more of that? Come on, you want that. Like, God wrecked me. Put me in tears on the job. I don't care. Whatever it looks like. When I'm home in the shower and I'm worshiping, why are you coming and invade? I'm not even expecting you. Come on, give him permission to come in and burn something in your heart, even right now. Something that, that's beyond you. I know. Here's the thing. We expect, we expect one thing, but Jesus is coming in another way. I'm telling you, that's always how he works. We start thinking religion. We're suckers for religion. You know who you are. You'd be sick. Come on. Some of you, your butt prints on that seat. Come on. It's, it's, yeah, I don't mean to go there, but it's true. Like we sit in the same place every time because it's comfortable. This is my space. Right? Right? Come on. We like the space. And God is going to do something. He's shifting us out of these places where we are. Come on. Things cannot be mundane. This next year, nothing. Everything should be fresh for you. As we step into relationship with the Lord Jesus, everything should be fresh and alive for you. Alive. It's who he is. That's who he is. So we need to be like Habakkuk. Come on. I just pl I plaster Habakkuk on your forehead. Embrace Embrace what God's about to do in this next season for you. Embrace everything that is ahead for you. Just embrace it. Just grab it, hug it, whatever it need, whatever you need to do, right? But you need to see the vision. You need to see what God's going to tell you. You need to make it known. Like you need to begin to declare the things that the Lord has spoken to you, it, even if it's to the Lord. Come on. We can remind the Lord of things. <laughs> Because how many know that Habakkuk, when he's praying, when he's posturing for intercession, he said, God, I know there's deliverance. I know you always promised deliverance. I know you always promised Israel prosperity. I know you always promised the goodness of, of the Lord following us all the days of our life. I know you always promised that. So it's not a complaint of things that we, come on, he's not doing. It's a complaint of things that you know he's going to do. Because that's who he is. And he wants to reveal the fire of his word. So that you can run with the fire of his word. There has to be a place where we run with what he's given us. You can't just sit. The stakes are too high. You can't just be seated in heavenly places. You <laughs> Come on, somebody. But I know many of us walk sometimes in this place where hope deferred make the heart sick. Right? Like even last week, over the last month, I'm like, God, it's, this is something that's impossible for you. And God shows up and he took care of it. 
Like there's things that I can't believe God for because I see the conditions. And God comes in and goes, ha, take that. Come on, somebody. We're waiting for, for the Lord to show up on situations. And I'm looking at you right now in the eye and say, he will. He will. Because when the desire comes, it becomes what? A tree of life. We get to see God all of a sudden moving and there's something growing. And I'm telling you, in every person in this place tonight, there's something that God is trying to grow. There's a tree of life that he is trying to grow. And I'm telling you, don't look at the conditions around you. Begin to prophesy to the things that God has spoken in his word to you. The tablets that he's trying to write on your heart are not the negative things. That is the enemy. The tablets that he's trying to burn in your heart are the crazy, amazing, powerful, awesome, good things that God's about to do. And this is not preaching just all the good stuff. Come on. But I'm telling you, we will go through trials, but he has said you will overcome. The end of the story is that everyone in this room overcomes. Every situation will be met. Maybe not how we thought it looked like, but good will come out of it some way, shape, or form. The goodness of God is on it. So I just want to, I'm going to hit a couple things, parallel them, and then we'll try and get, we'll try and get done. I could be a long-winded preacher tonight, okay? But remember in Malachi, I'm talking the end of Malachi, the very last verse that was spoken, right? We see that, we see that Malachi prophesies, says this, that the, that the heart's of the fathers will be turned to the children and the hearts of the children will be turned to the sons. And then we have this crazy scripture 420 years later of an angel showing up. Come on, I started to touch this uh, uh, during Christmas. There's a, an angel that shows up to, the, to Zacharias the priest and he begins to prophesy about his son. And he says this, and he will go before him. Oh, he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and he shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he will also be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know that. Come on, you babies. If John the Baptist can be filled with the Holy Ghost before he's born, I'm going to believe for, for my grandchildren. Come on, your kids. Come on, when, they, when they're born, to be filled with the Holy Ghost before they even come out of the womb. Come on, John the Baptist was. And it says this, that the that even in his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the, the children of Israel to the Lord their God. Good promise, right? And then Gabriel begins to prophesy this. He said, he will go, he will also go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and to make ready the people before the Lord your God, right? He said that. As a matter of fact, that's the first chapter when we, when we go back into the Gospels, right? Luke records this, and it is an answer to intercession. You know that, right? It's, not like, it's like we read the Bible and we don't put context to it. 420 years earlier, the prophet Malachi is saying this is what's about to happen. The son of righteousness is about to rise with healing in his wings. 
And the fuller soap is about to come. And the hearts of the children will be turned to the fathers and the fathers to the sons. And then we have destiny stepping into the New Testament. Right before Jesus shows up on the scene. 420 years of prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, no. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this to show you the fulfillment of what God had already purposed. And it says that in the fullness of time, Jesus Christ stepped out of heaven and came to earth, right? In the fullness of time. Why? So that we as a people could be saved, healed, and delivered. Done, right? I have another one. Ready? There was an imminent outpouring of his spirit that was promised. Joel 2, 28 says this, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. You know the scriptures. You know Joel 2. You know Acts. I'm telling you, God is about to bring all things into culmination if we just have faith to believe. What's holding back the promises of God? <laughs> Listen, when God showed up on the scene, there was... It was military. It was invading. Rome was invading. Rome had occupied. Come on, that's where we get the word apostolic. Rome had come and occupied and set up government in a place where, where was, that was Israel. That was the, the land of, of the king. And so here's what God's about to do. Even in our times where we don't believe him, there has to be a cry for the king. <laughs> Are you hearing me? You must have a cry in your heart. You must have a cry in your spirit for God, for the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And I'm, I'm declaring this over you tonight, that you would be in this place where you desire him. That, Lord, if you did an outpouring, right, it's, it's the same outpouring that happened in Azusa Street. It's the same outpouring that can happen here every week. It's the same outpouring that's coming to New England in, in this coming season, not far off. Come on, that we're the blazing of God's fire and presence. It's not going to be a far off. It's here now. Well, why? Isn't God just sovereign? No, God, God is sovereign. He will show up. But when he finds a people that are purposed in looking for him and seeking him and moved out of our slumber and are awakened to the things of the heaven and are, are believing for the Holy Spirit to come and visit us, you need one thing. We sang it tonight. Holy Spirit, I need you. That's the one thing I need. Holy Spirit, I want you. Is that the desire of our hearts? Holy Spirit, I want you. I need you. I can't live without you. I'm telling you, <laughs> Grace pe preached the gospel earlier. We have no reason to be silent. You should be a lunatic like I am. <laughs> I can't keep quiet, right? I don't want to keep quiet. 
Why? Because there's fire that something's written in my spirit. There's something burning in my spirit that I can't get rid of. It's probably, I, <laughs> I need to go out and probably start preaching on, on parks, I think. Because there's something that God's going to do that I need to see the Holy Spirit on people. And most of the time, come on church, wake up. Come on. Come on. Come on. There's something, there's something that we get like in this church but listen when the when the fire of God hits those who don't know him bam I know I look angry I'm not we just get into this like Spirit, just I want you to cry out to the Lord yourself right now because I, I feel the weight of the Spirit of God on this. God wants us to be able to see, He wants you to move in prophetic gifting, but He's looking to blow up Babylon with you, He's looking for you to engage with people that don't know, that aren't seeing. Because you've got the king of life inside of you. And when you begin to speak, look at me. When you begin to speak, there are words of life that come out of you. There's something that God wants to bring out of you, and it's the life of God. And there's somewhere, someplace that he's going to do that. And he's looking. Listen, I'm like, God, don't go anywhere else. We'll do it. Please, God, we'll do it. We're available. No, I'll live however you want me to live. It's not even a matter of doing right. It's a matter of I love you so much that I can't do anything other than please you. Here's what the prophet Habakkuk saw. For some reason, when I look up, I, I started reading out this, and then I, today I went back to it. It didn't have as much impact. But when I just began to read this verse, I see God moving across the desert. The Holy One. 
coming from the Mount Paran. His his brilliant splendor fills the heavens, and the earth is filled with his praise. He's coming as a as brilliant as the sunrise, and we were. We, I can't even tell you. God wants to birth this tonight. Most definitely in the days ahead and not far off. I'm telling you, you can take it tonight because it's in the atmosphere. Because I, here's what happened. We went down to Boston to go help sow in, into Patrick's ministry down there at the, at the, at the waiting room. And, and I didn't, I was going to actually preach this, but I said, no, no, this is for, this is for us. I'm not going to release that. And I did something else. But then at the end of the meeting, as I'm praying and we're walking through, and, and the spirit of intercession just came on the room. And it wasn't a big group. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's 10, 12, 2. As long as God shows up in the room. And I began to hear this. And I didn't read this till this morning. His coming is as brilliant as the sunrise. And this is what I saw last night. I saw God coming and invading. In the brilliance of who he is. You know that he's full of life. No, you know that he's full of light and no darkness can stay where he is. That means he has the remedy for everything. I'm oh. I saw this last night, so I'm saying this to you. It was as clear as day I saw him invading, invading. It was just the power and the presence of God rolling into cities, just one after another, rolling into cities, one after another. How will it happen? Intercession. How will it happen? Boldness. How will it happen? People sold clean out to Jesus. I know. We can, it's easy to lose people on this message. It's okay. Don't be afraid, though. Don't be like, I'm going to stick my toe in and try the, try the river. No, no, no. It's not even about the river. It's about the power of God. I told you, I told you, I told you, I'll tell you again, that the Holy Spirit's going to come in scary movements. Scary. Scare you. In a good way. Scare you into holiness. <laughs> Scare you into purity. Scare us into everything that has been destined for us. I'm telling you, he's going to show up in that way. And when I saw the light last night, I saw him roll in. It wasn't just Boston. It's the whole region. It's America. America needs to get saved. Never mind. New England's just the, like the, the hinge pin. It's like the door. I just see the, the door opening up in New England. And, it, when, when, and when it begins to break forth like that, I'm telling you, some fire is going to fly out of here that's going to rip down the, the coast and across the nation. I don't care who else is carrying whatever. I know we're anointed with fire. And it doesn't make us any better than anyone else. No, it makes him amazing. It makes Jesus the one that wants to burn something in you tonight. I didn't even get to raise his flash out of his hand. Like, I don't need anything else. God doesn't even have to point his hand at you. All he has to do is be. 
and light will hit you and your life will be changed. But you need to be open like, a, like this magnet that says, God, come. Not walk out of here and go into some stupor. No, I'm serious because we can walk out of here and we forget. We forget everything. We forget what we forget the moment, and then God is trying to just say, come on. And then we get closed up in uh, all the stuff of the world. Like God wants to invade the political arena. He wants to take all care of all the social injustices. Do you think he doesn't care about that stuff? Of course he does. He, he wants to heal everybody. But I'm telling you, he needs a place to land. He, he's looking for a place to land. And I'm like, God, just come and land here. Please, God, I'm desperate for you to land here. I don't want you to land. Go ahead, land somewhere else. We'll go there. I don't care where you land, but I'm going. Wherever you are, I'm going. Wherever you'll be, we're, we're going to be a part of it. I don't care what you do, but I just want you. I want you only. That's the one thing I want. So what's interesting, this place, Paran, what is it? It's the place where the children of Israel wandered in the desert. <laughs> and it means glorify, beautify. <laughs> Come on. God's a joker, honestly. He's a, he's a comedian. And I'm telling you, when you look at your desert places, listen, he's looking. I, I see God moving across the deserts. I see God moving across the desert of your heart. I see God moving about every dry place, every place where you haven't seen anything happening, where it's been arid, where it's been without water. He says, I will pour water on those who are thirsty. So the Israels, they spent... The better part of 40 years, they spent all of 40 years wandering around this place called Glorify. <laughs> How many want to go to the desert? No, I rebuke the desert because, come on, I'm, I'm agreeing with the prophetic word. You don't want to live in a dry season. You want to live in a flourishing, beautiful, amazing. It also means adorn. <laughs> Come on. That's funny. Adorn. The place where they just were like, oh, we got his manna. He said this was the adorning place. They called out for quail. <laughs> they got quail all right. Come on, God's trying to bring us into a place right now, right now in these moments. Tori, can you help me? Please. I want you to just engage with God right now because I, I know he wants to do something powerful in your life. I see God moving across deserts. I see the brilliant splendor of who he is, the heavens the earth filled with his praise. That's all we have to believe, right? He's coming as a brilliant sunrise. I'm believing, right, for you. And there's going to be a season of prayer. 
come on. We'll do the, the four-letter, you know, bad word, fast. No, because I need to see the Lord move. And I know I'm not trying to churn his arm. But it's all through scripture, all through the book of Acts. They sent people off into ministries, right? Because they, because the Holy Spirit spoke after a fast. So what's God saying for you to do? Some of you in this room... Some of you in this room, God's dropped things and burned things in your heart. And God's trying to separate you so that you can stand in that place. Oh no, make no mistake about it. He's trying to separate you. Paul said, I was separated under the gospel. I can just quote to you, yeah, take up your cross and follow him. It said that five times in the Bible. That's this grace to do that. But that, that's not sometimes going to get us to where we need to go. Sometimes we just need to realize that God has called us to be separated unto him. And even some of us in the busyness of what we do, God's saying, slow down. Actually, stop. And hear my voice. I'm going to speak to your desert right now. Ready? Just stand with me. Just begin to worship the Lord right now in these moments. Don't even look at me. Don't look at Tori. <laughs> Just give your face to Jesus right now. coercing anyone in this room tonight but I know this that as we raise our hands to heaven everyone up in the air everyone like this this thing how do I yield I surrender I surrender my life the, the universal sign for surrender is putting your hands up in the air it's not it's not some weird religious thing it's something that God wants to do for you right Holy Spirit I thank you I just speak to those in this room and I know you some of you by name but some of you I don't know, and I know that the Holy Spirit is saying, I'm, I'm wanting to separate you right now in these moments. I'm wanting your life to be set apart in fresh new ways. You haven't, you haven't, even, you haven't even met me yet. <laughs> You've met me to a degree, but I'm telling you, God is trying to put us in this place where we're positioned in a face-to-face -face encounter with him so that we can see what he's about to say. And even now, some of you, the, the presence of God is hitting people right now. And you should respond to that and even come forward. I'm telling you, it's good. It's good. If God's touching you, just come forward. It, I, it doesn't have to be a, an altar call, but I have to just provoke you. If God's touching you right now, he could be touching you and healing something right now. I believe that there's a healing anointing in the room and that the Lord wants to touch you in ways you haven't been touched before. And just expect him to come. Not anyone else. Just him. But I speak to the desert, and I see the Lord releasing us from arid places. I see the Lord beginning to move us out of a dry place into a place where it's, it's flourishing. It's, it's, it's flooded with who he is. But he's doing two things. He's burning the words that he's spoken into your heart. 
Now, right now, I want you to think of things, and I'm going to keep talking, but God's going to, he's able to separate you from me right now. I know this, that when he speaks to you, he's calling you to step into something. I want you to posture yourself from today on in a place of intercession. Habakkuk was the prophet that interceded to see the goodness of God. He interceded to see the lightnings of God released from the hands of God on a nation. How many want to see that? I want to see the lightnings of God come right out of my hand. I want to see him come right out of his hand. I don't need me to do anything. He wants to do something. So God, we ask right now, you blow through the deserts right now in these moments. You blow through the places that we've been separated and dry from you. God, I thank you for burning, burning something fresh in people's hearts right now in these moments. Right now in these moments, I thank you. Release healing all over the room. Lord, burn, burn places in people's bodies right now. Heat should be dropping on people's bodies right now. I'm believing for that. For the miracles just to pop in the room. Because God shows up. So Holy Spirit, we thank you. separate us right now. Come on, he's dropping something on your life right now that's going to distinguish you. He's dropping something on your life that's going to mark you. He's dropping something on your life. He's calling you to a quiet place. He's calling you aside, aside. That means out of the busyness and into the quiet place into the secret place. Imagine if a church would be set apart. <laughs> Imagine 20, 50, 120 believers that were set apart. What would happen? I'll tell you what would happen. Pentecost would happen again. Something greater. The greater glory would come and invade a, a, a region if we would set ourselves to intercession and prayer. I'm not saying tonight this is no condemnation. I'm not saying you haven't been praying. But I'm telling you tonight we can take a new, fresh posture before the Holy One. Saying, God, I, I can't wait to see what you're going to do. Lord, give me vision to see what you're going to do. Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. I ask that you invade this place with your fiery presence right now. Lord, that our place, the place that you're calling us, Father, it would be evident. Lord, I pray right now, no, not one person in this place would leave untouched by the flame of God, untouched by your moving, untouched by what you're doing. God, we yield ourselves and we yield ourselves again and we yield ourselves again to what you're doing. God, we ask right now, not in hype, I thank you that you're doing something 
thank you that you're doing something strategic right now in these moments. Burn the message in the tablet of our hearts right now. Right now, right now, right now. Right now. Come on, church. Just begin to pray in the Spirit. Really, just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Uh, everyone, everyone that has their language, just begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. We begin to pray, God. We thank you. Come on. Come on. There's something that God wants to do right now in these moments. It's just going to be a little more. Come on. You just move in a little closer. Give them 60 seconds of, of come on, just praise, adoration, glorify. We magnify you, God, right now. We glorify your name. We thank you that our eyes are fixed completely on you. We thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit in this place. We thank you that you're baptizing afresh and anew. We thank you that you're burning things in our hearts right now. That, Lord, we don't live outside of your goodness, Lord, but your goodness is all over every person in this place. Lord, that mercy is flowing through this place. And, Lord, you want to release, God, you want to release a region through a people who are burned with the word of God in their hearts. Lord, let it come tonight.